Tonight on The Bachelor After Show, we ask three very important questions. What's going to happen with Luke P? What exactly is haggis? And are you supposed to wear underwear under your kilt? We answer all that and more here on The Bachelorette After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Bachelorette After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are here to discuss Season 15, Episode 5 of our favorite show on ABC. That is, of course, The Bachelorette, starring Hannah B. And I'm not alone. I'm joined by two of my wonderful and brilliant co-panelists. Let's start with Renee tonight, sitting on the end. Oh my gosh. Hey, you guys. What an episode. What an episode. Mm. And Christine, good to see you. Good to see you too, Jeff. I am in my feelings over here, so let's dive right into this. we got to get right into it. And that's right, guys. My name is Jeff Graham. Um, before we dive into the show, I want to really quickly say, first of all, thank you guys for all of the comments last week. It was so great to have you guys so engaged in our chat. Second of all, a lot of you guys were coming at me with some really, really great feedback that I really appreciate. So I just want let you guys know we read all of your comments we really appreciate them and i'm doing as much as i can to learn what i need to as we continue to cover the show and just we really really appreciate the feedback and i take it very seriously and we all take it very seriously right means a lot so thank you please continue to comment and know that we read it and we value it okay let's get into our overall thoughts christine how did you feel about this episode as a whole Oh, as a whole, it was such good TV. Like, there's so much to imp- unpack. But that last half hour of the show was absolutely brutal. Like, yeah. in our, we didn't stream our live, live watch along today, but I know the panel can agree that we were just cringing hard, hard, hard. I felt really let down by my girl Anna, Hannah B this week, I'll be honest. I was not a fan of some of her choices. What did you think, Renee? Yeah, I feel like we saw the epitome of Luke's toxicness. I would say, and it was very hard to watch Hannah, even though, and I know we'll get to this later, but like, let's be honest, this was like, once again a Luke P episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching how she handled it was very, very difficult for me. Uh, loved the episode, but wow. <laughs> it was a long time of that. Yeah, it was a pretty good episode. It was a lot of Luke P. And for those of you guys who are frustrated by what you thought might have been me going a little easy on Luke P. this week, you'll probably be more happy with my take this week because (laughs) I'm getting over it. I'm having trouble with it. And I just think this is a classic example of someone who doesn't listen. Like, I just feel like he's really refusing to listen to any of the guys. He's refusing to listen to Hannah. And he's even refusing to listen to himself, I feel like, or the signs that are around him. And we're going to get into it more later in the episode, but it's frustrating to watch someone who's got such a um, distinct wall up and just not receive anything that's happening around him. What's even doubly frustrating to that is just how much time we're spending on it. Like, do we not have more interesting plot lines coming for the rest of the season that we're five episodes into the season, halfway through, and we're still on this same guy? That's a good point. It's just a lot of the same thing. Yeah, I'm ready for more. Um, But we did get some other stuff in this episode that we're going to talk about. Um, But, of course, let's go ahead and start. We're going to cover it chronologically. So the first thing we get is Luke S. versus Luke P. We finally get this settled. Um, I don't feel like there was anything particularly insightful here. Um, well, I don't know. Renee, what are you thinking? Um, I thought it was very interesting that Hannah wanted Luke asked to talk to Luke B directly when he came over. Uh, oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah, pretty much what we saw was what we already had seen, except Hannah was present, so it was Luke P still lying, and Luke asked still telling him, hey, but you said this. 
I was so bored by it, to be honest with you. Uh, and then when Hannah just walked away and didn't deal with it, and was like frustrated instead of being like, "Oh wait, maybe neither of these people should. Maybe I should not." Yeah. She, you know. Yeah, that kind of annoyed me that she sat them down just to walk away from the situation. Um, we actually saw Colton do the same thing with Anika and Nicole. He sat them down uh, during his season, hash it out, and just. Peace out on the conversation. Don't think it was a smart way to deal with it. But to your point, Jeff, it was more of the same. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, you know, Luke kind of Luke S made his decision to leave anyway. So the one thing I really liked here was actually the way Hannah handled this. I know all three of us got frustrated by the way Hannah's handling some of this stuff, but I love that she sat both of them down. And when they tried to talk to her, she said, "No, no, no. I want you to talk to each other." Because right. what a great litmus test to see what someone's really like. And that's that's the thing she's really looking for from these guys is who actually are these people? You know, it would be kind of nuts to think I'm on this highly produced show where there are camera ever, cameras everywhere, and in some ways, people are competing to try to win my heart. That's going to mess with the way people really act and behave, right? So she's doing her best to create situations to really see these people for who they are, and I love that she pitted Luke P and Luke S against each other and tried to step away from it. I wish she would have stayed in the room, like you mentioned, but mm-hmm. she just couldn't take it, and I honestly can't blame her because... That would drive you crazy. That would start to make you nuts, knowing that you may or may not be seeing the real sides of these people. How did we feel about the fact that Lucas left himself? Funny. It's like <laughs> it's like when uh, Heather left. You're like, well, you, you know you're not going to win. And I guess he kind of figured he'd go home that night, even though I don't think as a viewer, I don't think he was going to go home that night, especially when that scene validated when Chris Harrison took away the rose when he sent himself home, implying that that rose was for him. But, like, we all know, because we've seen The Bachelor, when this kind of thing happens, they both either stay or one's clearly wrong and then that person goes. They Or they both go. But, like, in this situation where she would have looked bad, like, let's be honest, she would have looked bad, bad if she only sent home Lucas. I think he absolutely would have stayed. I just don't think he knew that. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it, I mean, if I'm thinking... Like Luke S., it was just going to be an uphill battle from that point, and I think he knew that he didn't quite have that relationship with Hannah, that it would outlast this. Like, just just call it what it is. And 100%. I mean, Tamara Fuller in our chat agrees. She says Luke S. was a class act and left without the ceremony. Also that, too, like, to to get defamed, his character smeared that way and then be sent home for it and not feel like you're being heard, which is what he came across to me. Like, he just... Didn't feel like Hannah believed, like, what he was saying, that he was here for the right reason, so he just left. I mean, yeah, I think being in that kind of situation with someone who is so toxic and manipulative and kind of a little bit of a psycho, you're... Like, are you kidding me? Like, I would be offended. Like, you don't believe me. Literally every other person in the house is agreeing with me, except for you because you like him. And he's and he's manipulating you. The rest of us, he doesn't want anything from us. So this is his tr- like. You learn about someone uh, when there's conflict and when you can no longer offer them anything. Mm. If you can't do something for someone, that's when you should pay attention to how they treat you. Mm. Mm. Well said. Well, um, let's go ahead and continue the conversation. Oh, the one thing I wanted to add: Do we think she would have picked Luke S? Because this week, but he, I mean, I, I stick by what I said last uh, last week. He he's done. He's been done. He's not going to win. Not going to make it far. Right. But he would have made it past the ceremony. Very interesting. Uh, well, but wait, 
Jeff, yes. before we move on Absolutely. to our next topic, uh, we just want to say thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV talk. But for us to continue to grow, we need your help. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube right here if you're listening live, um, After Buzz TV Reality. Also, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, please. We will read them. We read all of them, not just the comments, those two. And leave a, speaking of comments, leave us a comment here because, again, we spend way too much time <laughs> reading all comments. of the comments. And not sleeping over them. Not sleeping <laughs> over them. We see them. We respond to them a lot of the time. So please, please, please do that. And just want to thank you again for um, supporting us and watching every week or listening every week because we really love clearly too much a little bit The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and it's so fun to engage with you guys so thank you thank you guys uh, well very well said Renee and uh, make sure you look out for Luke S's tequila business that's <laughs> oh right around the God. corner okay this he is, needs something he needs something let's get let's get Luke S some tequila okay so this is when the group finds out they're going to Scotland <laughs> Kind of excited. What would you prefer, Scotland or Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> um, Scotland. What? Are you sure? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just I think we all were taken aback at how not excited they were, though. Considering when Hannah told them they were going to Rhode Island or Chris Harrison, rather, they were like they freaked out. But through the moon. What was the season where they all went to Fort Lauderdale? Because that was my favorite. Contestants have never been so excited, and we've joked about it on this panel. <laughs> was several it Ari times. season? It might have been Ari season. But you guys, let's all do a quick reenactment of how the guys sounded when they. Oh. Found that they were going to Scotland. One, two, three. Oh. Have, have, are they all from Scotland? Is that why? Like, did they, were they just there before the show started? Is that where auditions were? I wonder if they were like told something else earlier, and then production found out. They're like, "You guys were going to Mallorca," and everyone's like, "Yeah." And like, actually, it's Scotland. Mallorca is a place, right? Maybe. I was gonna ask, where is that? I might have meant Mykonos. Mykonos. Yes. Mykonos. <laughs> That's what I meant. All right. Uh, so we get another kind of cryptic toast from Hannah. I will say, as much as I love Hannah, and I think she does a good job expressing her feelings, sometimes her like general big group statements can get a little confusing for me. <laughs> they go to a pub. They all have beer. And she says, uh, cheers to focusing on the real. Let's reset. From here on out, I can open my heart. So I guess from here on out, Hannah's going to open her heart. Um, I liked the sentiment, but I found it to be very confusing. I don't know what you guys thought of Hannah's speech here. I have a new theory. Mm-hmm. I think this season is getting sponsored by the panel show The Real. Because the <laughs> amount of times that girl has said it per episode this season, I mean, we get it. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. She just makes speeches, and I think she doesn't know what she's going to say, but she just starts to talk and then hope it goes somewhere, which we've all done. Oh, for sure. But I think she doesn't so much every time because she's so scared of making a toast and like messing up. So now she just keeps talking. Yeah, but that was like the first of many confusing things she said over the course of the night, where I was like, "Girl, what are you saying? What? I just." Yeah, it's. I think she's self aware too because she even started it like, I know y'all. What are y'all are thinking? What's about to come out of my mouth? And I'm like, same girl. What? Yeah, the Always. chat brought up a very good point too. We did say goodbye to our beloved JPJ tonight. John Paul Jones. Yeah, we I can't know. overlook that. And Mateo, who I think maybe said five words this season, but it's piqued our curiosity, right? Talk about a like forgotten storyline right there. This guy fathered 117 kids according to his bio as a sperm donor, and we never got that conversation. Wild. Like we could have met them all. We it could. Interesting. It just. It would have been something else besides the same drama each week. So Mateo's about to get his own reality show, like on VH1. My and my 100 kids. 
and John Paul Jones could potentially be in Mexico this summer, guys. Oh, he'll definitely be in paradise, I feel like. Mm, We will see JPJ again. He's a hero, and we miss you, JPJ. Also, Sausage Party Grant is still here. WTF on that one. That blew my mind. Also, Devin, like, where, like, I, I just, this is why the show's frustrating me at this point, because now you're keeping guys, and I have no idea why they're there. Well, because he's a talent manager, and when Hannah needs to start selling those sugar bear hair vitamins, she needs someone to help write those checks. That's why Devin's there. Um, We'll see. It could be, you know, some of the, we had Kerp, uh, we had some uh, late bloomers last season, so maybe we'll see some interesting twists with some of the people who are left. Um, Okay, let's talk about, let's go ahead and talk about Mike and Hannah's one-on-one, because that's what we got into next. Overall, this was a solid one-on-one. I'm starting to see a real relationship develop between Mike and Hannah, and um, I know I started, Mike was my number one. I said I was ready to propose to him. He's lost a couple points based on ways he's handled certain situations, but he really brought it back up for me. I loved him this episode. Yeah, I think they had a great date. They also had like one of those normal bachelor dates, kind of the same uh, one that Jed had when they went to Boston, just walking around, enjoying things together, which to me tells me that Mike is going to go pretty far. I feel like he got that really serious front runner, like, I really like you, I want to just have alone time with you kind of date. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he did a really good job at at wooing Hannah. Like, it's clear to me that they're smitten with each other. Mm-hmm. We discussed this off off air that I don't know that they're further than that yet, but right. definitely smitten with each other. She flat out called him fun, funny, handsome, and adventurous. Like, sounds like he's checking all the boxes for her. I gotta be honest, though, with everyone, and I mean everyone on the season currently, with Luke P still there, I don't think she even has them. It's like, maybe she's like, ooh, they'll make it far. I don't think she's thinking of anyone else being the winner, despite the issue she's having with Luke P. I think she is a little bit of tunnel vision. Mm. I think she's a lot of fun with everyone, but I don't see, like, different levels. Like, I see Peter, Mike, well, Garrett, because of his kissing. And then who else does she... Oh, and Jed. I think... Okay, so uh, Garrett's a little bit lower. I, I give Jed a little higher. Oh No, no, Jed's higher. Garrett's okay. a little lower. Jed, Peter, Mike, and who else am I... Whatever. Those guys, I think, are all on the same level. Tyler. And Tyler. Like, the same level, whereas I think Lupe was on top a, a bit. I don't see anyone else, like, in close second place. I think it was a basic cute date. Love his smile. Really craved candy after it. But I don't see him being a front runner after this date because we're all so distracted by Luke P. I agree. I, to me, this seemed like a really great first Tinder date. Or maybe like a really great <laughs> second Tinder date. But I it was a lot. Bumble. Maybe Bumble. Yeah, fair. Or maybe, maybe Hinge. Let's or give oh, a little I'd more like credit. I'd say Hinge. I'd say Hinge. I, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I um, got booed up before the dating app revolution, so I have very little knowledge on that. But um, yeah. No, I, I can't really. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> but I, I do kind of feel like there was like a sense of like boyish giddiness with Mike. He was like, I love that we can be silly. He often referred to how important silliness was in a relationship. But I don't think we got necessarily like as real as we'd want to on another relationship. It was cute. It was cute. That's what it was. Yeah. It, we don't need to make it deeper than it was. It was cute. If there were deep moments, they definitely didn't show them. But yeah. I, I enjoyed watching it. It's interesting. The chat definitely has some mixed feelings about Mike's date. Um, some people are saying that... AB says Mike is scared of women, um, that he's so hmm. nervous. and well, he was definitely nervous. Yeah, and a lot of people are just saying that he was a little too smiley and giddy throughout the gate, th- throughout the date, but I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I have no problem with that at he, all. He said, I think, think, I'm thinking so much about Mike's background, and he came in with such a heavy backstory about what happened with his ex, which also leads me to believe, like, I don't know how much 
relationship experience he has, or maybe that one was just such a deep one that that's the one he keeps referring to. So I feel like this new experience with Hannah, like, I believe him. I believe he's sincerely, like, smitten and enjoying this moment. Yeah, it's like a like but puppy dog love. Yeah, I, I, like nothing's real yet with them. I totally buy it. I, I mean, gosh, you guys, you know when you like someone or when you think someone's cute and you just can't wipe that stupid smile off your face. Yeah, like that was Mike. Exactly. I think I'm guessing that. Mike isn't necessarily Hannah's type. I feel like she's not into sort of like the goofy smiley guy. It seems like she likes more of the brooding aggressive romance <sighs> novel cover. Oh, because it didn't bother her that Luke P literally attacked Luke Luke right. S on the rugby field. Why would you think that? Right. So I feel like a, like Mike might be a lot of people's type. Like I think a lot of women are attracted to sort of the lighthearted smiley goof. And I I don't think at her core that's Hannah's type because mm. most of her Hannah. guys are right. She needs to she wants okay. to balance her out. So that's I think fair. I, I think they've got I think both of them know that they're both great people but probably not long game oh I think he thinks he's like oh this could work out I think she is having fun with it and truly isn't thinking about anyone but Luke P it's also a good point. Love by you brings up that she does like Peter, who's for sure um, smiley, goofy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think she it, she finds that stuff adorable. And to your point, Renee, she probably sees a little bit of that in all these guys that she's keeping on the same level. Exactly. So I get I get what you mean. But I th- I do think Mike has the juice to kind of surpass that. I do. We'll see. Because I like him. He I think he makes her still with all that boyish charm, like makes her feel secure because he turns it on and is immediately like. I, I think what he said at the end of the date was so telling that he's like. I can see myself getting down on one knee to you. Like, who else has said that besides Luke saying he's in love with her, but just reassuring her that he can get there? Mm -hmm. It also feels, and I'll say, like, not as bad, because I think we already hit the Luke P, I'm falling for you, week two. But, I mean, to to already feel ready to get down on one knee, like, it's been, I mean, sure, but this is their first one-on-one. I just little skeptical about it but I think I don't think it comes from a disingenuous place I think he's like ooh like puppy dog like yeah I could do it I I, I want this I don't think it's a real like I am ready for it I think he's just you know infatuated Okay. I, I actually, I think I'm somewhere in the middle of you two is where I'm landing on that. Okay, let's talk about um, the uh, full frontal group date we got tonight. <laughs> um, so the three um, sports that we're assessing tonight are axe throwing, <laughs> running with uh, buckets of milk, and um, wrestling. I need some explanation here. What were the metrics on how we assess these sports, especially with the milk one? How do you win? Does there need to be a certain amount of milk left? None of this was explained, and I found it to be very frustrating. I just think you haven't dated in a while. This is typically, like, first, <laughs> second, third date. <laughs> Got it. That's fair. Fair enough. You've been at the game, Jeff. This is what we yeah. do. I just, I love a good competition, but I also love rules. And when they were racing, thank you, and... You know, people were hanging back to protect the milk, but then people who spilled all the milk lost, or won, and I just found Like Jed. And I was like, this is not reasonable, because look how much more milk Jed has. I got frustrated. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let's go and actually talk about the date, though. Uh, One more quirk about the date. Did we feel weird about all of the full frontal male nudity blocked out by ABC tonight, or did it bother us? Why? Like, what producer was like, you know what? The word kilt, no underwear underneath. That'll be great. Whereas on The Bachelor, and we talked about that, that would never, ever happen. Mm. And the fact that they were, like, flashing children in the audience? Yes! And they made cl- they made it sh- us... Uh, what am I saying? They made us uh, sure to see that there were kids because they did zoom-ins of, like, mothers covering their child's eyes. Like, why? Why? 
Right. I just think it was just a silly date, to be honest. Even me, who's a sports fan, and I get that we're going to get a lot more of those themed dates with the the guys being the contestants here, but I just think it's stupid. It, it is kind of sexist because it wouldn't fly if it was women, and I'm just tired of seeing that. Like, these group dates don't do anything, like... There wasn't even any drama from this one. It was just silly. Yeah. That's because really Luke care. P wasn't there. <laughs> I have a theory that maybe Hannah just wanted a sneak peek before Fantasy Suites to start to weed out some of the guys. Oh. But oh, <laughs> Just kidding. I'm joking. Take. She even admitted that it's not the, uh, what did she say? It's not the size of the uh, the axe. It's how you use it was what she said. So <laughs> equal opportunity. Did she say that? It she was did. something like that. Jeez, Hannah, we, we must acknowledge that Hannah is one of the more openly sexual bachelorettes we've ever had, which oh. I say, all power to you, right, Hannah? She's being honest. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I just don't like the the way they exploited the guys in this one. It's a little yeah, uncomfortable. Weird. It's just weird. Um, well, the only, I think, big notable moment from the sports component of this group date was when Jed boldly pinned Hannah down for a kiss and poured milk on himself. Jed definitely uh, was peacocking a bit during this one. A little bit. Mm-hmm. How do we feel like it played? She was into it, right? I think she was into it. I don't even think the guys responded that poorly to it. Like, I think they, Jed made himself a, a little more known this week that he's being more aggressive with the chase with Hannah. Like, not exactly, like, falling back. But taking that moment, because in a couple of group dates prior, people were upset when Luke was kissing Hannah in front of everybody at the group date. But, I mean, he's also the villain. I think Jed was just like, all right, I'm in the lead. Let me do this little extra move and solidify myself with Hannah. Yeah. It's all about execution. If you do it in a way that doesn't seem like you're trying to piss off other guys, it's not going to piss off other guys. Also, like, just be respectful of one another and they'll understand that you're on a dating reality show. Yeah. You know? yeah the guys didn't seem that bothered by it, so I wasn't. I agree. Yeah, it played fine. Um, speaking of Jed and Hannah's relationship, later that night at the cocktail party, they had a nice little makeout session. A lot of uh, derriere rubbing on that bench in the middle of a Scottish castle. Wow, the way that um, you just said that. <laughs> I'm trying my best to keep this all at least. The wording. At least as PG-13 as possible. Um, Kevin was not having it, though. Kevin walked in, and he could not look away. 15 to 20 seconds is actually a very long time to keep staring. A little unsettling. If I do have to, I wouldn't have admitted that. If I stayed and <laughs> stared at someone making out that intensely for 15 to 20 seconds, I'd think, oh yeah, I was there for like five seconds, it was crazy, and then I, and then I left. 20 seconds? Stare at me for 20 seconds. I don't know if I can do this, guys. I don't know if I can either. You're beautiful, that was Renee, poor. but I just... <laughs> if looks could kill. Somehow, <laughs> somehow the way this was edited... Oh, there's the timer. Somehow the way this was edited actually started playing out as a... I think it made Kevin look a little charming, even though if we're looking at it from an objective standpoint, it's a little weird. Oh, I think it made him look really awkward. Do like, you? just very awkward. Um, fair enough. So, and other big connections tonight. She had a lot of hot makeout sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter did his best to mount her on a pool table. I loved that. I think he's so cute. I like that he's like, let's try it again. Yeah. That's cute. That would work for you. He's just the most, like, awkwardly cute person. It just always seems to work for him. Even when he just does something that's, like, a little cringeworthy, I'm like, man, Peter, you just got something about him. You know how you know, how you know she likes him? You know dang well. If a guy had tried to put you down and hit your head Ugh. and you didn't like him, you would have reacted. But if you liked him, you'd been like, suck it up, suck it up. It hurts when you bump your head even a little. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. And he, he was the one that acknowledged it. That was cute. And that's how you can tell she was 
She's into Peter. She's into him. You're Maybe right. she just wanted to say she made out on a pool table before, guys. Yeah, because that's With something Peter. we all put on our bucket list. <laughs> I've always wanted a pool table makeout. Not I saying mean, it hasn't same. happened. Maybe an air hockey table. Mm, also exciting. <laughs> that would be exciting. Mm. I'd be scared it would break. Air yeah. hockey is like more delicate, right? And, well, I'm well, totally just guessing. Guys. Depends on who you're with. Um, okay, we have a, a comment that he's very adorable. I agree in the comments. Yes, that's, that's a good that's way a to good put word. it. Um, so who else? Some other good connections. Oh, we have to talk about Tyler C. Who, guys? I you know my stance on Tyler C. Bachelor Nation loves him. I think he's full of it. He wore his kilt in case Hannah wanted to sneak another peek. I can't do it with Tyler C.'s lines. <laughs> I'm not here for it. What did you guys think of uh, Tyler C.'s decision to wear a kilt? Uh, nothing. I could totally <laughs> see Tyler doing that. I don't think he meant it in a serious way. I think he wanted to tell that joke to her. Yeah. I think he was fully like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna joke about it later. Like, I, it's Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, just another Tyler moment. I'm kind of with you there, Jeff, where the lines are just... I'm getting over it. I'm I don't believe it. He had such a great moment last week, I think, with consoling Hannah, but even that, as you pointed out in our last podcast, was full of lines as well. For so, me. For, for you. Me. Yes. I, I just... You know, Tyler knows what he has working for him, and he thinks these lines are working, so he's just going to keep at it. Well, most people love him, so I'm in the minority, but that's my thoughts on Tyler C. Um, okay, Garrett and her had a nice little connection. He he said, I'm ready to take the next step with you. Mm. Is that a new Bachelorette? We've seen that one before, but what does it mean? Um, we've Because we've heard starting to fall. We've heard falling. falling. Taking the next step with you? Like... Well, this is also the guy who just finally admitted last week that he's crushing on Hannah. Like, he seems like like he's taking this extra, extra slow. Maybe um, he's finally decided to, like, accept the rose. He's like, I know a few weeks ago you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to stay on the show. I don't know. Garrett, I think, is very confident in where he's at if he's taking it that slow to me. I think he, I personally think he's going to fall behind. I know someone in the chat, McKenna Flores, she kind of referred to him as a dark horse. McKenna Frost, I'm sorry, called him a dark horse, but I don't see Garrett going that far. I just think he falls flat. It's the only reason I think he's going to fall flat and he's not a dark horse is because of the way he kisses. I (laughs) really saw him going far, and then when they zoomed in on how he, I was like, oh, oh no. What if that's the huge mistake in the promo? He's like, there's no coming back from this. (gasps) I've done a terrible thing, and it's the way he kisses. And that's like a personal attack. I actually do feel bad, like, but it's bad. Well, he can learn. You know what, though? The truth is, there's a woman out there who wants to be kissed exactly like that. Oh, power to her. I'm sorry. Because whatever what they always say is there's someone out there for everyone. There's someone who wants the repeated peacock kisses. Okay, that's that's not true. No. It's that you teach them. <laughs> but maybe has, there's that too. Have all listen, he does seem like a guy that gets away with just on his looks. So do you think every girlfriend was like, Well, he's really hot he's, and like he's, he's a really pro nice. golfer. <laughs> I guess I'll just keep doing it that way. Like, why has no girlfriend been like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, judging from the preview that we saw at the end of the episode, I think it's Garrett who really digs himself in a hole next week, so... I'm we'll gonna, get into it. I'm going to stand by that. It might not week. be looking good for Garrett, but the producers could also be manipulating us, which they do often. That's the thing. They really do. To yeah. that point, if he doesn't stick around, can you see Garrett as a uh, paradise guy or no? Paradise, yes. Bachelor, no. Yeah, yeah. not quite enough charisma. Uh, anything else with the night, the evening part of the group date? More Luke P. hate. No, let's get to the, the juice. So 40 minutes of this episode was spent on the one-on-one with Hannah and Luke P. And more than anything, I just found this exhausting. What did you guys think of this date? 
I found it very real. I will say, Hannah's been drilling that into our brains, and this truly was a very real date where it felt as though we were truly sitting there watching them talk the entire time, Mm -hmm. whereas a lot of the dates feel like they're cut to, you know, get to the, okay, talk about this to say, like, how you felt, okay, go, whereas this was truly her sitting down and trying to get answers from him. It was hard to watch because I think he's such a manipulative person, and I stand by that. He said so much without saying anything at all. He took every possible turn to try to manipulate her where she she was so blatant I don't think it's that he's he has a wall up I think he thinks he's saying the right thing to her mm. and that then he'll be able to stay and I just and I honestly and I hate to say it I think it's gonna work I think he's going to stay um I hate him I understand where Hannah's coming from because we've all been in that position where you know we like someone we know we shouldn't and we're like I wish I didn't like them. It'd be so much easier, but we do, and it, it's hard. And then watching that on a reality show like this where you've, like, 25, 30 other guys that you could pick, but this is the one you feel the, the biggest connection with, and watching someone without the best uh, willpower. It's hard because I, I agree to an extent with you. Like, I want to have empathy for Hannah, but she also says things off screen where it's like she knows he's being fake and that he's coming off a certain type of way. So it's like... I feel like you see right through him and you're just ignoring it. And I'm not going to make excuses for her anymore because as a lead, I feel like you've given other people such such a short leash and Luke P.S. had such a long leash with her. And Mm. I just feel like five episodes in, you just keep trying to find different scenarios where he can prove to you that he is not this guy but that's just who he is and I'm, I, I just feel like you need to face the music sis like <laughs> no one's the producer's not gonna keep popping out the side and telling <laughs> like they literally told her like yeah. you need to ask him that like <laughs> she just can't it's just frustrating me no I totally agree with you but I, I don't except for the part where she knows he's all fake I think as again many of us have done I think where you like think that these are just walls built up and that there's good inside of them because you think you saw it once you've known him for like four or five weeks calm down but that's who he is and she's not willing to accept that she's like no no no. i see something in you that i know is there but she doesn't know it's there we've all done this but like truly so a person is as only as good as their word and if their word is literally just telling you what they're going to do without doing it Bye. Yeah, I also think she, you know, she said something at the end of their conversation that kind of bothered me, too, because she she keeps going back to the fact that she's had the strongest connection with him from the very start. And I get that. But you cannot keep relying on your first initial impression of this dude to carry him through when he's only shown you that he's not a good guy ever since. I think it has a lot to do with probably their cultural connection. Like, I think she recognizes she's a pretty religious person. So is he. He found Jesus in the shower. She's on paper. There's a lot of things about Luke that she likes. And I think that she envisions as important, like benchmarks or check marks for a husband. So that's what I think she's seeing in him. But like what though? No, I because think I think he's showing. She even said like, "I want a husband that people are drawn to, and people right. are not drawn to you." So like, what actually is he checking off besides the fact that he's hot to her? It's only their connection. I'm telling you. Okay, I hear you on the. Um, she's like going off of her first impression of him. But a big thing about toxic relationships is a lot of the times when things get bad, the the initial connection was so strong, that's what you keep going back to. Mm. I have a lot of friends who have described this to me where, like, you're just like, oh, it's going to get back to the way it was, and I'm going to dig deeper, and it's going to be fine. And I stand by, like, he's a toxic person, so this makes sense to me that she's still trying to, like, 
find that that place, the original, that connection. But like at some point, you need to be like, there is. It's be when someone's having that many red flags five weeks into knowing them. Like girlfriend, come on. Yeah, because what is it going to be later down the line? Are you? Right. You're, this is just you're setting the stage for the relationship. I'm sorry, it's kind of rare that it takes that big of a turn and gets better. It's it, you, people are showing their colors, and I think he's shown his many times over. Yeah, yeah. She just needs to. She just needs to recognize it, and I think she will soon. It's to me what happened with Luke tonight is we saw how like narcissistic he was. Like I feel like he was just really unable to empathize with anything Hannah was saying. And, you know, empathy is such an important foundation for a relationship. Being able to listen, being able to respond and react to what the person across from you is saying. And he was feeding her a lot of things she wanted to hear, but not, never really answering any of the questions that she wanted. And its I think it's just one of those things where she wanted a real apology. She wanted to be seen and she wanted to be heard. And he wasn't giving her any of that. He just wasn't giving her anything besides canned lines. And I, I think she's starting to see it. She was much more candid about her hesitations with him tonight than she has been yet. Yeah. But so I don't that I don't I know. Respected. Yeah. But I still think that the reason why what she's seeing through is just being like, oh, he's being fake, but I've seen the real him. She's playing with that narrative still. Like <laughs> if she does send him home, which I don't think she's going to, it'll still be her thinking, it's because I never got to know the real him. She will still not think that that was the real him. She'll yeah. think that he just has his walls up, which is not what it is, but she doesn't see that. Sometimes yeah. there are those moments when you laugh a little bit about when Bachelor Nation gets real, and I love when Hannah goes, I just want to see, like, the real you. Like, do you prefer mac and cheese or do you prefer spaghetti? There's part <laughs> of me that's, of like, if that's, like, the foundations of real questions you're asking before engagement, let's even go a little deeper than that, maybe. Um, yeah, I think we all agree on Luke P, finally. It's, he just, he's not even remotely prepared to be in a relationship. No, because if you get into conflict with somebody and they refuse to ever own up to their fault, and yes. it, like, imagine when they have fights later down the line, He's either going to talk in circles or just I just want to say what's going to make you happy, Hannah. Right. Like, I just feel like he's, he just needs to take more ownership. Like, I would, for all of his faults that we've seen thus far, I would give him some sliver of respect for at least acknowledging it on screen. Like, he did that in his Instagram post after the fact. <laughs> like, I wish he would have shown more of that in the moment. Yeah, but it's, I just think it's all fake and calculated. Like, I think it, it took him watching it back to learn that that's not what America or Hannah wanted to hear and that's actually why he posted the Instagram thing instead of like realizing that he's in the wrong. I still don't think he has. I still don't think he's woken up. I don't trust the guy. Mm-hmm. I, just, I think something's yeah. wrong with him. Yeah. It's off. It is. Well, uh, I have a feeling he's probably going to be sticking around but we'll get more into that later. Anything else significant from the episode that we feel like we need to discuss? I feel like that's about everything. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go ahead. I want to save some time to predictions because we saw a pretty juicy tease tonight. But let's go ahead and quickly do our top three moments from the night. Do we want to do um, – let's do our top three. You know what, actually, guys? We're going to tweet it out. Um, so if you're following me on Twitter, I will tweet out my top three moments. And I will even do a short White Room segment for that tomorrow. So oh, wow. check out our reality TV uh, channel segment. Tune into that, and we'll make sure we get it done. Let's go over our tweeting for the right reasons, though. We do have some tweets pulled up. Um, I'm particularly excited about these tonight. Um, we are pulling up the first one now. Well, while it's coming up, I do want to say a moment that stuck out to me that yes. got no recognition. And it's just a small, funny one. But at one point in his in the moment, 
Mike Johnson straight up had a do-rag on on national TV. And I got to say, as a black woman, like, that just gave me life to see that. <laughs> like, you stand in your truth, black man. You better keep those waves on swim, okay? I love it. He's great TV. I'm excited he, to see more of Mike Drag. That was just so authentic. I was like, yes, I'm here for and this. And she, and this is a genuine reaction. She had that same reaction in the trailer. She's <laughs> like, <awesome>. no! <laughs> Good night for Mike P. Okay, so we have some tweets pulled up. Um, this is this you, Christine, right? All right. Yeah, it's a tweet from Annabelle who's tweeted, Hannah, I just need you to open up and tell me about who you are as a person. Luke P. Trying to do some intense Pythagorean theorem. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of math equation on the side. And legitimately, his face is like that to every single question. It is. Just, it's stuck that way, so... He does have a very uh, predictable, like, earnest confusion face. Yeah. It pops up often in the show. Okay, uh, we have a couple more tweets. We're getting them pulled up now. Uh, they may have... I think I sent another one, too. The best was his face when she said, I don't think I can give you this rose. And he looked the most shocked he has. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I will. We might not have them pulled up, but I will go ahead and share them anyway, because I think uh, I'll, and I'll make sure to retweet them. From Liz at PeytonGirl444... Um, we have Hannah, like, passed out in frustration, and the caption is, when you just want to know if they like mac, or, mac and cheese or spaghetti more. <laughs> and uh, the second tweet I have, uh, <laughs> so it's a gif of a little boy looking around so confused and just kind of happy. I think it's from an old-timey commercial, and it's from Jess Lonkar at The Real J-Lo. Luke P. having no idea that the date is going poorly and getting excited <laughs> about seeing the castle. Oh, that was God. what he was so excited about. It's just like a little kid looking around all confused. We've also had this other tweet up for our viewers on YouTube. Um, another one that I sent in from Devin Lowe. And it's Mike when he has to be alone with Luke P. Because the producers want to create an awkward moment. <laughs> and it's such a derp face, honestly, from Mike Johnson. But so relatable considering he totally walked out of the room when they brought... Luke's date card. Like, he didn't even oh, stay God, there to read it. He just dipped. He's like, I'm oh, not right. doing this. He was pissed. Um, okay, so if you were listening to our podcast, these are very visual tweets tonight, so we encourage you to check us out on YouTube to see yes. to see some of those. Meantime, any news this week? It was kind uh, of a slow week for uh, Bachelor Nation this week. It was a bit of a slow week for Bachelor Nation. Um, but there is a lot of Paradise Tea coming yeah. out. And, you know, we are a spoiler-free podcast, but... There are some things that are kind of already out there that I think we would re- be remiss not to talk about. Um, a lot of past contestants have been making the rounds on different talk shows, kind of hinting teasing. whether or not, teasing they'd be there. I know uh, Kaylin went on um, Extra TV and spoke with them and very lightly teased that she would be there. So I just want to go through the people who are rumored, and that'll give us something to talk about. And you tweet us and tell us if you want to see them there. So Kaylin is one of the rumored um, women to be on Paradise, as well as Hannah G., and Tasha Adams from last year, um, from Colton Season. Oh, wow. Hannah G. Hannah G. Her um, Instagram is private. Yes. That's also very telling, guys. I know we're, we're in an absolute in Bachelor Nation. We can pick up on things. Um, Onyeka is also rumored to be there along with Yikes. Nicole, our girl oh, Demi. Oh, gosh. Um, and then, guys, we got some people coming back from... Season four of Bachelor in Paradise, Christina four? Schulman from oh, Nick's season. Paradise. Yes, from Paradise. She's planning to come back. It's rumored that she'll be there. Wow. And as well as Bibiana from Bibs. Ari season. Nice. So interesting. I think it's gonna be an interesting mix of kind of the, the contestants who are fresh in our mind, as well as some OGs coming back. I've I've even read on Twitter that Dean is considering coming back. So lots of tea in the Bachelor Nation right now. Um, tweet us and let us know what you think about that. 
Great. Please do, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our predictions, y'all. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I'm just going to say it. I don't think Luke P is going home next week, and I'm so mad about it. And if he does, it'll be at the end of the episode. Like, she'll keep him a bit longer. He'll hang around. And then at the very end, maybe, oh, I'm going to pray the way he did in that promo. Maybe he'll finally go home. <laughs> Christine. Um, okay, I got to think about who's left. I think, okay, well, just for the Luke of it all, I do think Luke P will survive. I think he's going to make it at least another episode or two or two because if he survived this which the preview leads us to believe like he, he's so in deep with Hannah but I do think that next week though she will continue to trim the fat in terms of like contestants like Grant Devin maybe Dylan Dustin I don't know like and it's no shade towards them I just don't see it and I think they're gonna be gone soon yeah there's not much more time I do picture like a Grant moment like one final like hurrah. I think something's like him getting good. sent home. <laughs> I think <laughs> that moment. No, <laughs> I I don't know. There's not going to be a one. Eh, yeah, you just have a soft spot for this I guy. Just really like Grant, you guys. Um, I am worried about Garrett, and it could be the producers manipulating us. But we had Garrett staring out a window, saying he's made a huge mistake, and we had Vo from what sounded like Garrett. Let us know what you think in the comments, elaborating on that mistake. Could he be the one to sex shame? Our very own Hannah Brown. I, I don't think so. Uh, this week, I think it's going to be about her keeping Luke P around. If if she does, I think he's going to like sit around and be like, "Are you kidding me? This guy is manip- I think he's going to come off too strong mm. with his opinions about Luke P, and then he's going to feel really bad about it. I don't think the sex shaming is yet, but I could be wrong. That's a good. I agree. I think Garrett's going to shame her for keeping Luke P. That's a good prediction. Before we kind of wrap up, I just want to ask you guys, like, how are you feeling about this season as a whole, considering we're going into episode six and just the, the things that we're still stuck on in terms of, like, Luke? And I just I just don't know. I'm, I'm nervous for the rest of the season. This show sometimes does this, though, where it starts off with, and the tone is fun and joy, and it gets pretty serious. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still liking Hannah a lot, and I think yeah. she's a really compelling lead. Like, it's it's very interesting to see someone actively struggle with infatuation they know is wrong for them in real time. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's doing an interesting job of vocalizing an experience that a lot of us have had, which is being with the wrong person, even though you know they're wrong for you. I don't know if I have much more patience for it, though. That's, so That's kind of where I'm at. I'm hoping the season takes a shift, and I don't know if much of Bachelor Nation is going to want to keep Luke P. around. I feel like I had a soft spot for him, which a lot of people are upset with, understandably, but even I'm off that train now, so I'm ready for him to go. Yeah. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Looks like Speaking of, um, we're getting out of here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Bachelor After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. This was Season 15, Episode 5, and we thank you so much for tuning in. We're here every week at 5 p.m., guys. We go live at 7. Sorry. We're here every week on Mondays, and we go live at 7 p.m. Pacific. We have a lot of people joining us in the chat, mm-hmm. which you can do on YouTube on the AfterBuzz TV reality channel. We would love it if you did that. In the meantime, though, you can keep up with us on Twitter. If you guys want to connect with me, you can do that at Jeffrey C. Graham. One word. All right, guys, and you can keep up with me on Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Love chatting with you guys. DM me all your thoughts. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And go to my Instagram because something is happening this week, you guys. You should check it out at Renee Ariel on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for 
all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.